The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. When John heard in prison what the Messiah was doing, he sent word by his disciples and said to him, Are you the one who is to come, or are we to wait for another? Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have good news brought to them. And blessed is anyone who takes no offense at me. As they went away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to look at? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go out to see? Someone dressed in soft robes? Look, those who wear soft robes are in royal palaces. What then did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. Truly I tell you, among those born of women, no one has arisen greater than John the Baptist. Yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the Holy Trinity, one God. Amen. This is the season of the year when we can get very hooked into very high expectations. We have all the opportunities that are before us for wonderful music and concerts. The Pops are offering their their Christmas program. There are all the choruses that are singing at this time of year. And then, of course, the Christmas parties that we're all invited to and the many things that uh, we plan for with family and with friends. And with that comes these growing expectations. I've often thought that uh, the, the Rockwell painting of the family gathered at Thanksgiving with the father standing at the head of the table and, and about ready to carve the turkey, uh, put in an image in people's minds about Thanksgiving, that if our Thanksgiving doesn't look like that, it's not a good Thanksgiving. And I think the same can happen at Christmas. In fact, one of the things that we know is that uh, admittances to mental health institutions spike during this season. Also, unfortunately, uh, there's a spike in suicides and the demand for counseling and for pastoral care goes up uh, during the season of Advent as we approach Christmas Day. I was thinking this morning as uh, we were to have two baptisms at eight o'clock. And one family live out in uh, uh, Harvard, and they, they really felt they weren't going to be able to get everybody in. And the other family uh, lived close by. Uh, someone flew in from Florida to be here for the baptism, and they were very concerned that they would maybe not be able to get in to have that baptism. And I can imagine that the expectation of the family in Harvard was dashed when they realized that they weren't going to be able to make it this morning. We get hooked into these high expectations, and when those expectations aren't met, we can feel very disappointed. Well, the gospel we have today about John the Baptist, I think, addresses uh, John with regard to his expectations about who he understood Jesus to be. 
John the Baptist has been, had been imprisoned because he dared to challenge Herod about Herod's affair with his brother's wife. And also because of all the awful things that Herod apparently did, according to uh, the Gospel of Luke. Uh, John the Baptist had been thrown into prison, and one can imagine that, that he was very discouraged being there. And he decides that uh, he would send one of his disciples to ask Jesus if he is the one who has been long awaited for. And the question that was carried to Jesus was, are you the one who is to come or are we to wait for another? And Jesus answer is very strange. He says, go and tell John that you hear what you hear and see the blind receive their sight, the lame walk. The lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have good news brought to them. Probably not the answer that John was looking for. A simple yes or no would have sufficed. Are you the one? Yes or no? Instead, the disciple comes back with this kind of long, drawn-out answer. John probably was fairly discouraged because he had uh, baptized Jesus and it apparently had been some months. And he had a very clear image of who Jesus should be if he is truly the Messiah. And I think that uh, it's important for us to note that in Matthew's gospel, John is the first one to recognize Jesus as the Messiah. Look, he shouted to the crowd, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He is the one. Jesus is the one, not me. And I think that as he was there in, in prison, John, the one who had been the baptizer, we call him that because of baptizing Jesus and his ministry of baptizing, John became the doubter. And his declarative statement, he is the one, became a question, are you the one? I think that John had his hopes dashed because his hope for a Messiah was very different from what he saw in Jesus. As John described what the Messiah would be, he would see, John, he would see Jesus as the fulfillment of centuries of waiting for the one who would come bringing judgment and bringing power and perhaps even enough power to overthrow the Roman government that was oppressing them. So John is discouraged. John just doesn't understand who this could be. In some ways, I think that uh, we suffer from the same kind of uh, doubt. The church hasn't been very good about accepting doubt as a part of our spiritual life and a part of our spiritual journey. And I think doubt is very much a part of all of our spiritual lives. There are times when we truly doubt and to be able to express that is very important, I think, because it's one way that we can be honest with God about where we're at in our relationship with God. So John is a doubter at this point and wondering, could Jesus, in fact, be the one? I believe that Jesus was inviting John and inviting us to see that what the Messiah was doing was something very different than we might expect. And I think that also goes for what we might expect of God in our relationship with God. Jesus was inviting John to see the kingdom, to see what was happening all around Jesus. It was as though Jesus was saying, 
Look, John, just look. Look at what's going on. Do you think this might be what the Messiah is about? About bringing about the kingdom of God right here and right now? Well, we too, unfortunately, can miss the kingdom right in our midst. And I've often thought that uh, we get glimpses of it, but we can so easily fall into the trap of believing that nothing has changed. The reign of God does not exist because for centuries, centuries on centuries, wars continue, injustice continues, violence and evil is prevalent. And we wonder, is it possible that the reign of God could actually be present? Could the kingdom actually be here? Well, what I would suggest to you this morning is that I think we have to open our eyes and see the possibility for the kingdom to be present in the kindness and in the goodness of the people we know and in the world in which we live, in our communities and in our church. There are so many examples in our community. And as I think about the outreach of this parish, Right now, we have people collecting clothing so that uh, folks in Boston can have warm clothes if they're out on the street. We uh, have people who go in every month uh, to preparing a meal, taking a meal into the cathedral soup kitchen so that those who are on the street have an opportunity for a hot meal. We have those who've been working to prepare the gift bags for MCI Concord. And what a gift that is to those who receive perhaps no other gift. And that is the kingdom of God. That is Christ working through the body of Christ, the church. It is Christ working through you. So my hope today is that as we find ourselves in the midst of all of this uh, hoopla about getting ready for Christmas, And as our expectations continue to get higher and higher about what that must be, that we not forget that we are preparing to celebrate the incarnation, God with us, Emmanuel. And we're also preparing our eyes and our heart to see the presence of the kingdom all around us in the good things that happen, the good things that are done by your friends, by your family members, by you, as you make a difference in the world in which you and I live. Amen.